Hello to all, my name is Caroline and I'm pleased to welcome you to this mini podcast series where you'll get a teaser on the upcoming EHL Global Online Alumni Conference from professionals of the hospitality industry. I'm glad to welcome Pierre-Olivier Botteron today. Pierre is founder of People on Board, a people management consulting company, and he will share with us his views on how companies will need to adapt in this new professional work environment post-COVID. Is the new paradigm here to stay? Is one of the topics that will be discussed on the third day of the EHL Global Online Alumni Conference. Good morning, Pierre. It's a pleasure to have you here and thank you for your participation to this mini-series of podcasts for EHL Alumni Conference. Could you maybe start by introducing yourself with your name, role, career? Okay, good morning, Caroline. Thank you very much for the invitation and I'm very happy to be part of this podcast. My name is Pierre. My full name is Pierre-Olivier Botteron. I am independent people management consultant If I may say, I'm uh, working with people. My career started after EHL. I graduated in 1993, so quite a long time ago. I'm originally from Neuchâtel, Switzerland. I started working with my father's company, a trucking company, so a business that is totally different from what we've learned in a, at hotel school. But there were family reasons why I had to join just after graduating. And then I've joined the International Committee of the Red Cross, ICRC, and I was in the field as administrator and basically administrator in the ICRC are in charge of human resources, accounting, and a bit of logistics for expatriates. I uh, started in Ivory Coast in Abidjan, where I spent a year. Then I came back and I wanted to have something a bit more hardship, so I was sent to Afghanistan. I came back a year and a half later, and in Afghanistan, I had my first contact with human resources, where I was uh, responsible for all local team members, which at that time, it was Taliban time, and... Um, The ICRC was the biggest employer in Afghanistan. And I came back and went for a last mission in Rwanda as head of administration. And then I decided to go back to something more normal. <laughs> and I went back to hotels, which, uh, as we know, is not necessarily something very normal. But um, So I started as director of human resources at the Swiss Hotel in London in 2000. That was the last hotel that was taken by the Swiss Air management at that time. Then I went to Moscow to open the new Swiss hotel in Moscow and I came back to Switzerland. I was, I had been living abroad for about uh, 10 years. So I was happy to come back to Switzerland and particularly to come back to Zurich, a city which I didn't know at that time. And then I've been so vice president human resources for Swiss Hotel and following a company reorganization, I became VPHR for Europe for Swiss Hotel Fairmont and Raffles. A position I've had until end of 2016 when FRHI, that was the name of the company, was sold to Accor. Then I took a break, six months, over 16 years with Swiss Hotel and FRHI to think about my career, about what I wanted to do, whether I wanted to go back to corporate world or if I wanted to do something else. And I decided to open my own consulting company. The name is People on Board. It's based in Zurich. And I started as an independent with People on Board as of uh, September 2017. And I'm really specialized in people management, focusing on company culture, leadership development, 
bit coaching and mentoring, uh, HR strategy, etc. So I don't do recruitment and the normal thing that we would think about when we think about an HR consultant. Great. Very interesting professional career. So in your current consultant role, do you see any trends for an optimal people management? And how do you think companies need to adapt to the different impacts of the COVID situation? Yeah, I think the, the situation had a really big impact on the world of work. But I also think that we've also learned to work differently, which is a very encouraging uh, think for me. I mean, it really depends on the different industries and there are some industries which are easier to adapt to than, for example, if we look at hotels, it's uh, one business where it's uh, difficult to work from home, at least for most of the of the operation positions, which are uh, the majority of the people who make the life of the hotel. So it's quite challenging. But I think in terms of managing people, we've learned a lot. I've supported a quite a few head of human resources in companies. And there is still a long way to go, I think, with regard to managing people. But they were forced to go to their people because they were not around. If we look at an office environment, we know very well how it works. We go to HR when we need HR and that's it. And if the HR person is not a people-oriented person, then uh, he or she is going to stay in, in the office and not necessarily go to the contact. The fact that most of the people were not on site in office environments, then uh, that really pushed people to establish a contact, an individual contact, not to talk about one specific issue, but also to make sure that people were fine, that they were as comfortable as possible and as well installed to work from home and really to, to keep in touch, to really have this kind of daily or maybe weekly contact with the people. And that was a lot of work for people manager, for HR people. That really changed also their daily tasks and their occupation, basically. So do you think most of the companies will learn from the COVID situation or they will just all return to how they were handling people before? <laughs> If I knew, <laughs> I think I would be even more successful as a consultant. But I don't know. I hope that people will have learned. And I think... It's about listening. I know it's not a bisounours world, as we say in French. Company is a company. The world of work is not leisure. It's, it's work. So saying that listening to their team members on what they like the most is maybe a bit uh, naive from my side to think. But I still want to focus on the listening part because I think that in many, many organizations, people have stopped listening. And it's also the role of the HR department to really focus on what the people have to say and um, so, so the administration and all the rest. And I think we can learn now from the situation and we can really try to develop a kind of hybrid way of working and really trying to accommodate both situations. It was already the case before the COVID. Huh? Working from home did mm -hmm. not start with the crisis, but I think it has accelerated the process. And we see also that the landscape of offices are changing now. And I was reading an article a couple of months ago. It was written by a French consultant advisor, Jacques Attali, who was writing that the offices will need, and it's very interesting because we're in the business of uh, hotels, the company will need to adapt their way of designing their environment. And they will also need to look at uh, what hotels have done in the past in terms of welcome, because now they will not have their team members coming to the office every day. I mean, some of them, some will have their people working every day from the office. But the one who have decided to learn from the crisis and who are able to do it, huh? they are mm -hmm. business where it's not possible again. 
but uh, we could be uh, well inspired to take the example of uh, Hotel World and really to look at how to welcome your team members on the days they are coming to the office and also make uh, the office environment even more welcoming with uh, more meeting room, with more relaxed areas. And I think that's a good way to do it. Again, it's not all companies, it's not all kind of work that allow these kind of things. But on the other hand, there are people who never really worked from home during the whole crisis. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and mainly in the hospitality uh, industry. Great. Thanks, Pierre, for sharing all of this. As you know, the EHL alumni conference will be online in June, and the team will focus on listening, engaging, and contributing. On your end, personal end, what are the reasons you are looking forward to this conference? Since I got this question before, I was thinking, yes, having contact with people from various regions, various backgrounds, and then I really thought, okay, but it's going to be virtual. But I think that's still valid. We can still have contact with people, even contact with more people, because the travel will not be required to attend. So... Again, that's an opportunity to exchange with people, to exchange about experience with people who have the same background. We have the same, at least uh, if we look at the three, four years of studies at AHL. So we all have this experience in common and then we have all different experience professionally. So I think it's really something where I hope that we will have opportunities, despite the fact that it is virtual, to exchange with people, to listen to experience, to engage with each other and to contribute to use the three themes of the conference. And I'm not saying that virtual needs to be the future because we all very well know that uh, in-person experience at DHL is always something that everybody is looking for. So let's see if we can recreate this experience and this special ambience at DHL through our virtual conference. Yes, I'm sure we will. So great. Thank you very much, Pierre, for your participation. And we won't see each other in June, but I hope we'll get in touch during the conference. And I hope to see you soon. Well, I hope there will be cameras and still an opportunity to see each other. I think on that side, also technology has developed and we can see even now on TV, these big events with a lot of screens of people clapping, smiling and laughing. So I hope we'll see each other. I'll tell you which corner of the screen I'm on. Great. I look forward to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Caroline. Thank you to all of you for listening to this mini-series about the upcoming EHL Global Online Alumni Conference. Stay tuned to the final episode next week that will feature a special guest and a specialist in his field who will tell us more on the different topics of the conference to come.